Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Go from dragging yourself to work each day to finding a job you love. The Career Spring program is for high achieving and ambitious mid level professionals like you who are looking for a job that uses your zone of genius, recognizes your value, and pays you what you're worth. If you're ready to learn more, schedule a complimentary consult using the link to my calendar in the show notes. Be sure to follow me on Exclusive Career Coaching on Facebook. Lisa Edwards on LinkedIn and Lisa.Edwards on Instagram. Greetings, you career superstars. You, how's it going? How's April, spring treating you? I hope it is a beautiful experience. I want to talk today about the perfection loop and how to counter it. And I'm going to be pulling from a book that I've talked about on the podcast before that I love. It's by Reldon Nadler, and it's called Leading with Emotional Intelligence. And in the book, he talks about this concept of the perfection loop. And essentially what it is, is the fact that success-driven people, people who are very goal-oriented and success-focused, often set unrealistic goals that set them up for failure and or frustration. And I see three problems with unrealistic goals that he talks about in in the book as well. Number one, the expectations, the goals are set without the benefit of critical thinking. They're sort of pie in the sky or sometimes in in business, the goal is is brought from on high and, and you as the person expected to operationalize that goal, you know that it's unrealistic, but it's out of your control. But oftentimes we do that to ourselves. We set unrealistic goals we don't really think through. Do we have the staff? Do we have the time? Do we have the budget? Whatever it may be to achieve that goal. The second thing is once the unrealistic expectations are set, we don't revisit them for accuracy or realism. So we don't stop and say, okay, I gave myself a six month timeline to bring in this much revenue and now I'm at the halfway point. So I should theoretically have 50% of the revenue in and I only have 10% of the revenue in. What what's going wrong here? Do I need to revise my goal or my action steps to achieve that goal? I'm just going full speed ahead. And then the third thing that happens is those unrealistic expectations are often adhered to as the golden rule. So there's nobody, not only are we not revisiting them for accuracy or realism, we're not questioning, should we have those goals? Should we have those expectations? Are they the right ones for, you know, what we're trying to do? There are six stages of the perfection loop. And number one is perfection is set as an expectation so off the bat we are expecting of ourselves this is really about how to control yourself because again when those unrealistic expectations are set from above we often have to approach them differently but for ourselves we often at the outset determine perfection and perfection can look like if the goal is you know, 100 million in revenue, then 100 million in revenue is what we have to get. And 99 million in revenue is a failure. So we've set a perfection goal. The second thing that happens is stress, pressure, and possibly 
procrastination going into the task. So stress, right? We've set this unrealistic, exorbitant goal. We feel the pressure really in many cases that we're putting on ourselves to achieve that goal. And oftentimes what will happen when we have set such a lofty goal and haven't worked out the steps, you know, what are the problems I'm going to encounter? How will I address those? What is my success plan? We procrastinate on that goal because at some level we know we can't achieve it or we we don't want to fail. So we fail ahead of time by not even getting started. Then the next thing that happens is, as to be expected, there is a less than expected performance that occurs, right? So because we have set unrealistic goals, we've set ourselves up for perfection, we're coming into it with a ton of stress and pressure on ourselves. We might be procrastinating. We don't get the results. It's the less than expected results are going to happen. Then the next thing that happens is you are on your case. And I did an episode a couple of weeks ago about being on your side versus being on your case, which is a really nice compliment to today's episode. And when you are on your case, you are using beating up language for yourself or for your team. You're not looking at it from the perspective of what went wrong? How can we improve? What did we learn? It's not that kind of language. It's what an idiot kind of language. And then you become less confident about yourself and your team because you've set this unrealistic goal. You didn't have a plan for success. Your expectations weren't met. You're beating yourself up. You're beating your team members up. It's it's a natural outcropping of that, that the next time a big expectation or goal comes along, you will feel less confident in your ability to achieve. And then finally, You determined to do better next time. I'm going to do better, but you really haven't learned how to map this out and how to do it better. You just sort of vaguely say, I'm going to do better. When you recognize that you're in a perfection loop, you can begin to see how unproductive it is. And the idea is to be able to stop at wherever you are in the perfection loop, recognize what you're doing, recognize the potential outcome, and understand how you got into this loop and what you need to change to get different results. So the point that I want to make here is that when you're in a perfection loop, it's not like you have to keep going in the perfection loop and then try to fix it the next time with a different set of expectations. You can stop at any point in a perfection loop and say, wait a minute, and maybe it's a matter of, and it probably should be a matter of going back to start with what those original expectations were, revisiting them for reality, a reality check, and, you know, what can we reasonably do? Here are some indicators that you're in a perfection loop. So if you can't recognize it already, you are planning. So what I'm using air quotes, you can't see that, but you're supposedly planning. What you're actually doing is worrying. You're not really planning. You're not mapping out a plan. You're worrying about how this can fail, what's going to go wrong, blah, blah. So you're, you're spinning in confusion or worry rather than solutions. You're, in air quotes, preparing is actually avoiding. I have seen so many people in the entrepreneurial space that are supposedly doing, again, air quotes, and I hate air quotes, but this one needs it. They're doing research. They're, oh my gosh, this is one that really drives me nuts. They're checking with their spirit, right? They're, they're listening to their, you know, inner voice or they're getting, you know, tarot readings and all of those things. And I'm not, 
dishing any of that. But if it is actually, in fact, a way of avoiding reality, then you're spinning in the perfection loop. And then finally, you're in air quotes, resting is actually procrastination. So, you know, I, I'm really stressed out from all this planning and preparing, which has been actually worrying and avoiding. And so I need some rest before I start this. I don't have the strength. I don't have the physical stamina. I don't have the mental energy. And all you're doing is procrastinating because you're afraid of a failure. So you've decided to fail ahead of time and just not even start. How do we counter this perfection loop? Number one, obviously, we have to assess how realistic and attainable our expectations are actually are. So essentially what we're doing is we're looking at our evaluation system. Do we have one? Because that could be the problem. We don't have an evaluation system. Or is it faulty because it is not based in reality? It is unrealistic. Next, we want to determine what resources, time, or other kinds of help you're going to need to get the task done. So, all right, now that I've gotten more realistic with my goals, my expectations are more in line with reality, what do I actually need? I'm not just going to go blindly and assume I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to have success. I need to look at the tools, the resources, the time, the money, whatever it is to be successful. Next, assess where you currently are in the perfection loop and determine the first step to regain control, right? So, and part of that is that assessing how realistic and attainable your goals are. Do we just need to go back to square one and get realistic with this goal? Or is there another point at which we need to kind of go back to and take a step to regain control? Next, how can you view your evaluation of the outcomes of this activity so that it becomes a learning experience for the next time? So looking at the perfection loop, how you got in it, where you, at what point you recognized that you were in a perfection loop, how you regained control, what did you do, and what can I learn from this perfection loop that I was in to make sure it doesn't happen again? And next, who do you need to support you and in what ways? So is it an issue with a boss? Is it a coworker? Is it a, a spouse at home? Who do you need and how? And you want to be very specific in what ways they can help. And then finally, who can you ask to give you feedback when they see you stuck in the loop? So if this is a tendency of yours, who can be an accountability partner for you? who is going to recognize the signs, it could be a spouse at home. There could be some real clear signs that a, a significant other says, you know, once they understand this concept of the perfection loop, they're like, oh, I see this showing up in you when? And then now they know to look for that. So then you ask them to hold you accountable. When you see me doing X, it means I'm going into a perfection loop or I've just started in one or I'm already in one, whatever the case may be. Please call me on it in, in, a, in a kind and loving way. As a previous coach of mine would say, perfectionists are scared people. And what she meant was that in your effort to be perfection, to be perfect, you are trying to manipulate other people's opinion of yourself by doing a great job, right? I, if I succeed in this lofty, unrealistic goal, everybody's going to think I'm fantastic. When in fact, you cannot change what other people think about you. If people don't like you, you succeeding in this crazy, unrealistic goal is not going to help. And chances are you're not going to succeed and that's not going to do anything to help their opinion of you. 
but that's on them anyway. What they think about you is 100% on them. You can only control what you think about yourself. Perfectionists are also afraid of the backlash of putting an inferior product out there. That's the scared part. So my my coach advocated for B-minus work. And what she meant by that was get that work out into the world. Get a result out into the world. It may not be perfection. You can work on improving it once it's out there. I see this again so much with the entrepreneurs in the world that I live in is they're so afraid to put a coaching program out there that isn't perfect or some sort of written, you know, whether it's a book or a, a, a manual of some sort, some kind of training piece, it has to be perfect. Well, it's because they're afraid of what people will think about them if their work isn't perfect. So instead of getting some benefit to some people with a B minus product, they don't give any benefit to anyone by waiting to make it an A plus product. And I think it's also important to bring up a saying that I love, I love to say in this, in this regard. And that is, it's not about winning or losing. It's about winning or learning. So if I am not successful in this goal, I haven't lost what I've done is I've learned. If I if I am re- retrospective and if I can look at this objectively, I can learn how I went wrong. I can look at myself with compassion, try to do better next time, and not consider it a failure, but rather a learning opportunity. I hope this has been helpful. I hope it's given you some food for thought, especially if you... When you heard about the perfection loop, you were maybe kind of rolling your eyes and going, oops, that's, that might be me. Or as Forrest Gump like to say, I did that. <laughs> I have definitely done the perfection loop before, so I know of what I speak. Again, I hope this has been helpful and I will see you next week. Take care. You've been listening to the Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach, so be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.